What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Home with the Cousins. We know there is no straight line through a construction project, and it's our goal to help you zig and zag in the most efficient manner possible to save you time, money, and heartache throughout the process. In this episode, we are talking to the co-founder and CEO of FieldLens, Mr. Doug Chambers. And if you're an avid listener of this podcast, you have most certainly heard us talk about this technology before. Prior to FieldLens, Doug was a project manager on the New York Times building in Manhattan, pulling his hair out on the regular, which is where the earliest form of his idea took place. So without further ado, let's get into the conversation. Sorry. Doug? Hello? Hello? Hi. I'm here now. Hey, fuck you guys. <laughs> hey, take your podcast and blow it out your ass. Oh boy, that's a great way. To, that's a great way to kick off the podcast. Thank you. Thanks very Thank much. You for, Thank you for that. So, Doug, tell me about this thing, uh, Field Lens, that you've been doing. What uh, What's it all about? <laughs> please don't make Please don't make me do that. No, 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 no. Uh, so, in all seriousness, man, we 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 talk about Field Lens. Pretty much constantly on the podcast, um, it's it's in our it's in our permanent uh, links in our show notes for everybody because we really encourage people to to use it. Um, okay, you know, just for for everybody listening, I met Doug because someone forwarded me um, an article on him and his company Field Lens. I read it and I said, "Holy shit, I got to know more." So I sent him an email. And the lunatic that Doug is, uh, I got a response in like five minutes, um, and I said, "Okay, this guy, this guy's like me. Like he's he's as crazy as I am. We're constantly on email, constantly getting back to people, um, and we set up a time to meet. And I went into his office uh, one early morning in New York City, and geeked out over this very early version of Field. Do you even remember what that version was, Doug?" Uh- I, I remember it incredibly well. Um, it was terrible. <laughs> <laughs> it was terrible, but you know what? It was only terrible as compared to what you have today because right, right. it was still it was still some pretty brown, groundbreaking shit. And um, I flipped over it. Uh, we we implemented it immediately at, at our construction company, and I guess a, just a, a friendship grew from from then on. Um, we were constantly in contact about. You know, different ways we thought the software could be better, or with questions we had, or Doug would reach out and say, "Hey, could you guys test this or that?" Um, and now it's at a point where the the thing is is damn bulletproof, um, and and we absolutely love it. Uh, so, if you wouldn't mind, maybe just for everybody who doesn't know how it all got started. Um, Maybe just just give us a little bit of background as to as to how you came up with this idea and 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 how Field Lens was Field Field Lens was born. Sure. Um, so I spent the first uh, I guess decade of my career as a construction project manager, um, managing a lot of different types of projects, um, not residential um, like you guys have been focused on uh, with respect to the podcast, but. Um, all different types of commercial projects, everything from building out an office for a, you know, for a, for a bank or whomever, to building out giant buildings in New York City uh, and everything in between. Retail. I worked for the for the New York City Parks Department early in my career, working on municipal swimming pools, all kinds of different different projects of all shapes and sizes. And one thing that I recognized kind of throughout my career is that um, all projects are complex. All projects involve a lot of mistakes. All projects involve a lot of collaboration amongst a lot of different parties. It really doesn't matter the size of the job. I actually used to joke that the only difference 
from project to project in terms of uh, in, in, in terms of uh, complexity is zeros on the contract values for all the different folks that are involved. But but really, like whether you're building um, a bathroom, a house, or the New York Times building in Manhattan, which is a 1.5 million square foot building, 54 stories in the air, oh um, you're going to deal you're going to deal with lots of different people that are experts in their discipline. And as a project manager, um, or frankly, as a residential homeowner building a home or, or, or creating an addition or whatever, you're the you're 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 the glue. You're the person that needs to keep everybody coordinated and working together. And there was no technology that really helped me do that. And in fact, I felt like we were just making the same mistakes on every project, the same coordination areas errors, excuse me, the same lack of um, ability to communicate effectively with one another. And that was paired with it being around 2009 and me getting my first smartphone, which I think was, and I don't count Blackberries, which I think was a, um, which was a a Motorola Droid 2 without without keyboard um, and playing around with like early versions of Facebook and early versions of, I don't, Instagram didn't even exist yet, but uh, um, well, early versions of mobile dating apps, et cetera, and realizing like, wait a minute, like this is connecting me to lots of different people uh, in a pretty awesome way. Why the heck don't I have this on the job site? Yeah. And that was, that was the idea. And the idea has never changed. Simply put, there should be a way to connect with everybody on site, to communicate in real time, to have a running list of everything that's happening, a news feed, if you will, of everything that's happening on the job, and also have that historical record of all the decisions we made together. Um, and that was what why Field Lens was born, and that's exactly what Field Lens is today. And and that's you know that was the aha moment when I read the article about about you and your company. It was why am I why am I wasting an hour to two hours at the ever at the at the end of every day that started early enough as it was to write down all these notes of things that transpired on job A, on job B, on job C. Why was I not doing this in real time? And from the moment I put that that app on on my smartphone, it uh, it lived on page one, if you will. Uh, it was it was <laughs> up there in in the front because it was it was that much of a utility. And you know through the through the iterations and the you know the the stuff that you guys keep on developing, it's it's pretty incredible. And I appreciate you making the connection to to home and residential um, and and construction complexity being regardless of job size because we we very much feel that way. You know, whether you're doing a bathroom or you're putting an extension on your home or you're Doug and you're in the New York Times building at 1.5 million square feet, it's just the number of problems that keep recurring, but right. the complexity is still there. Yep, yep. Hey, Doug, let me ask you this. Because starting, I mean, starting your own company and taking that that step, that was very ambitious of you, especially two, 2009. We all remember how <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> incredibly horrible the uh, construction <laughs> industry was for everybody working in it and, and almost depressing it was to, to be involved in it. I, you know, I think a, a lot of people... You know, sometimes it's it's hard to to take that step to to have that push, and you are a true entrepreneur, and, and to hear your story is inspiring in that way. Of course, you know we're, we're gonna, we'll talk more about the program and how it helps people, but I'm really I, I wanted to always ask you was there was there like one moment or something that you can look back on and say that was like the aha, like that's it, I'm done, I'm doing it, I'm stepping forward, I'm gonna make this happen. 
So I don't think, uh, I don't have like the, the, I don't have the perfect answer to that or the perfect story of like, oh my God, one day, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I stumbled and I hit my head on the job site and boom, like, yep. free cut. Yeah. Um, but I, what I will say actually is, is to connect what you said, it, it very much was because of what was happening in 2009 that I think field lens exists. Because frankly, um, at the time, I was working on the World Trade Center in New York City. Um, I, we were done with the New York Times building. I was hired to, to run a, a fairly a large portion of, of World Trade Center Tower 4 and get that job, get that tower built. And in 2009, the world stopped spinning financially. Uh, and so did everything down at the World Trade Center. And um, I, I, I got bored. <laughs> um, and in addition to being bored, I started to have this idea. And what I realized is like, wow, like this job is going to take five, six, seven, eight years to get this thing built, given where we are today in 2009 with everything stagnant because of the financial crisis we were undergoing. Um, and what am I going to do? Like do five more of these projects and then retire? Actually, I think what I said was, am I going to do five more of these projects and then die? <laughs> that, <laughs> that's probably better it, it was, suited to say that. <laughs> right. It, 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 for me, it just wasn't enough. And, I, and, and so that really was the impetus to say, I'm going to go do something. But what I will say about whether you're building a product a digital product or otherwise building a business. Um, it's all iterative, right? Like you, you, you there is no, there may be, there, I think there's very few Eureka moments and there's more like, there's more like Eureka's Eureka moments every month. You're constantly figuring out new things and iterating and like moving and just trying to move the ball forward. And I think that's a lesson, frankly, for any entrepreneur. I've actually had this conversation with a few folks where somebody's come up to me and said, Hey, I have an idea for an app that does X, Y, and Z, and it really doesn't matter what X, Y, and Z is. Yep. How do I do it? How do I, how do I do it? And I, and I, what I say to them is, is like, if we're standing like outside, I say like, you see that tree or that car or that whatever way down there. And yeah, I see that. Well, that's your idea. And it's way down there. And then I say, now, now let's look four feet in front of us. And you see that other car or that other tree, depending on where you are, I guess we got to get to there, get to there. And then look back up again. And what you're probably going to realize is that your idea moves and you're going to need to get another four feet and then another four feet. Now I'm, I'm doing this with my hands, which is not helpful because this is a podcast. Um, <laughs> but, but we, right. we can all, we can all, we can all envision that, but it totally makes <laughs> right. sense. It's, it's one step forward and you get closer yeah. and closer and closer. And that's what it takes to finally, just like you said, hit that vision that, that is inside your head. Yeah. And being flexible, the, the vision is going to change every time you take one of those steps. Correct. So, when you look at the user base that, that you guys have built up over time, um, where do you think, like, what, do you, what, what kind of is the breakdown? Because I want people to understand, you know, if these are all Fortune 500 construction companies using your app, or like, where, where do you see like homeowners signing up? Where do you see contractor sizes like what John and I used to run? You know, and you could say percentage wise or, but I, I want people to understand who you know who's using this thing and and where the value really lies. Yeah. So uh, you know, I think the construction in, industry, excuse me, in general, uh, is is very much a small business industry. And what I mean by that, when you look at the breakdown of the construction industry, there's like depending on the source you look at, there's something like between eight hundred thousand, one point five million construction companies in the U.S. And that's everything from general contractors home builders, specialty contractors, like plumbing contractors, subs, right. drywall contractors, et cetera, yeah, sub subcontractors, exactly. There's, there's a ton of them. There are only, uh, I'm going to make up the number, but there are only about 500 
that employ more than 100 people. Right. The vast majority of them are small businesses. Yeah. You know, and, and in fact, and, and that's actually just indicative of, of the U.S. economy in general. Sure. Like the vast majority of our economy is small businesses. So, so, so we have some very large companies that use field lens, and we've got a ton, thousands of small businesses that use field lens. That's um, great. And and that's everything from that, that that's that's everything from subcontractors, general contractors, uh, homeowners. Frankly, are usually on more on the what I would say the receiving end of data from field lens, whether that's in the form of reports that field lens is generating with respect to the progress made over the day, over the week, et cetera. Sure. Um, but there's definitely more. Uh, kind of forward-thinking tech-forward homeowners that log right into the app and collaborate with their home builder or their general contractor uh, right inside of the application. Uh, it really just depends on on how kind of hands-on you want to be. Absolutely. Uh, but, yeah. Um, and I feel like, I feel like, you know, even as a homeowner, even if you're not going to be using this app, to understand what it is, to visit the website and to do some reading so that you can require it of your contractor and of your contractor's subcontractors to be using this, to put it into... I mean, we put it into our contracts uh, at a certain point and we forced our subs to use it because like anything, people are <laughs> largely... Um, largely averse to change. They, they've done things for a certain way for, for a long period of time. But I'll tell you, after we got these people through job number one, after we got them to get the damn thing on their phone, open it up, sign an account, then it became their aha moment and they started to really embrace it. You know, it's, it's always that first step that we have found was the hardest with our subs. But once you get them using it, they love it. It's saving them time. It's just that little bit of time as you ramp up to understand the, the power of, of what you've actually got in your hands. Yeah, for sure. I think, um, you know, we, we, we as an organization, you know, our goal is always to get to a place where nobody's being forced to use field lens because they are actually getting a benefit out of it and they want to use field lens and, and, and it's helping their day. Now, you astutely pointed out the reality of the world is, and I'm no different, um, particularly as I age. Thanks for reminding me, John. Um, <laughs> uh, the, 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 rea the reality is, um, you know, yeah, sometimes people need a little bit of a push to change. And, and uh, we try to make that as easy as possible inside of the application. We try to teach people how to use the app um, in real time. Uh, but yeah, uh, getting that little push from somebody to say, hey, like, I want you to use this. You're doing my project with me. I want you to use this. Typically, what we see is, is once they've gotten over the hump there, then then they keep using it on their own because it makes sense for them and it, and it benefits them. Hey, Doug, I, you know, we've we've talked in the podcast so much about the app and, and what it does, and there's so many different facets to what it can do. And just like you said, it could, could be for large projects, small projects, that there really is no limit to it. As, you know, as the owner and, and what you've envisioned, what do you really want homeowners? What, what, is the, what is the one thing that you love about it that really has them, you know, has them say, you know what, this has made the project run so much smoother. Is there like one thing that, that you gravitate to or is it a series of, of different aspects to it? Um, well, I think it depends on as with everything in construction, it depends on who you're talking about. Like if you're talking about the job site superintendent, the person who's on the site running the job, the thing that it does for she or he that um, really helps them is it allows them to do exactly what Anthony described earlier, which is in lieu of walking the job, running the project all day long, and then sitting for an hour or two at the end of the day, documenting all the stuff that 
he just did, that all happens in real time. And so what that means for that person is that's two hours at the end of the day, not sitting in a trailer, not sitting in a truck, not sitting on the job site doing paperwork. That's just an awesome feeling for that individual person. If you're talking about like the customer, and again, with respect to, to what you guys are talking about on the podcast, like typically that's a homeowner. What it gives the homeowner is really two things. Number one, peace of mind and understanding as to what is happening all the time on the site. In this case, their home. What's actually going on? What's the status? Where are we? Right. What it also provides is, frankly, accountability, a way to document, hey, I see this. This happened today. I just got home. I'm doing an inspection, whatever. I'm not really happy with the way this has turned out. I'm not really happy with the way this is installed. I'm going to take some pictures, take some video, document this, and I'm going to have a living, breathing record of exactly my, frankly, my dissatisfaction until it gets resolved. Um, now, granted, could you do that via email or text message or of course, whatever? Yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. But um, as we all know, like it's kind of hard to keep track of all that information. And for something as important as your home, um, having that kind of that audit trail of everything is pretty valuable. Yeah, that that record that record has been invaluable on more than one occasion for us. And and it's it, that's something that we've spoken a lot about is that is that audit trail. Um, and I don't think we were as eloquent. Uh, about speaking about it, but it, that's exactly what it is. And, you know, I, I, I take it a step further too, because, you know, when, when you're someone, when you're the homeowner and when you're out at your own job in XYZ industry all day, the last thing you want to do is come home and have difficult conversations with the contractor and, and whether that be uh, adversarial or or anxiety ridden or 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 anywhere in between it allows you to digest what's going on at home create that record and what it also allows is to not disturb the contractor after they've been working for 12 hours they come the next morning everything's in the app the newest stuff is up at the top and they can address your concerns from the night prior and and it's and it's there and the beauty of and the beauty of being able to assign these things is that let's say it was an electrical problem you you the homeowner spotted and you notified the your GC about it. Well, they can now push that forward to their electrician. They don't need to recreate something. They don't need to have another conversation about it. They just say assign electrician, get this shit fixed, and everybody's and and the homeowner sees that you pushed it to the electrician first thing in the morning. It's in process. And it's it's just this peace of mind that you see the like you said that you see the communication happening in real time, and I mean if we I don't think we could possibly harp on communication any more than we already do <laughs> throughout the multiple episodes here, but this is this is a facilitator of communication with with the audit trail to go along with it, and you know it's it's really why you know, I fanboy over, over this thing the way, the way that I do. Um, and then when, you know, you take into account that you've got the architect, that you can now upload your drawings, that you can drop pins on drawings. I mean, some of this, some of these things may sound like overkill if you're talking about uh, a bathroom reno, but you don't necessarily need to use every feature. But when you're talking about a full home renovation, to have a six, eight, or 10-page plan set, you know, on your handheld that you can zoom into in full detail... And drop pins where things are are you know problem issues. I mean, it's it gets pretty powerful pretty quickly. Yeah, well, thank you. And I, I think also to to spin things in a, in a in a more positive collaborative light, 
you know, it doesn't even necessarily have to be, and we don't want it to just be about like pointing out the stuff that's wrong, which is, you know, we, we all kind of like go to that. It's kind of the easy example to describe to folks, but the, the reality is, is I'm a huge believer that the way, well, that the construction industry brings itself forward is be by, by being more collaborative um, and, and aligning incentives amongst customer general contractor and, and subcontractors. Uh, and I would encourage like the homeowners out there, you know, the, the home builder or the GC is your partner um, and the subcontractors are your partner as well. Like right. they're not out to get you. Um, if they are out to get you, you, you chose the wrong one, frankly. Um, and anything that you can do to work with them to proactively kind of manage things before they become issues is first of all, going to make a better job for you going to increase the overall schedule rates to get, to get the thing done. And it's going to make your subcontractors general contractor happier because frankly, they are going to make more money because they're being more efficient, but who cares as long as you get the job you want for the price you agreed to within the schedule you're hoping for. Right. Um, and if it gets so, done faster and you're out of the dust quicker, I mean, who's going to complain about that? <laughs> exactly. Right. So like, so I think it's actually not that difficult to align incentives in this industry, but you have to kind of look at it from that perspective. Like it, it, well, you know, Doug, look, to, to, to kind of illustrate your point, because it's something that, that we've touched on in, in prior episodes when you're talking about, uh, when we're talking about either uh, punchless walkthroughs or just weekly job walkthroughs, you know, whether you're doing that walkthrough side by side with your contractor or you're doing it alone at night when you get home with your spouse, you are able to get information to everyone on the job site instantaneously. That means that they didn't get too much further past that problem before they were aware of it, which means they have to undo less work that they've already done to fix said problem. So when you're not going back, when you're not taking this one step forward and two steps back to go f- to go fix something, it's inherently increasing your efficiency and the speed with which you can finish the job. Hey, hey Doug, let me, I just want to tell you a, a quick story uh, personally that for us that that worked with field lens for a certain client and this plays right into the job walkthrough is exactly kind of what we're talking about we were doing work for a developer there was a lot of change orders it was just nature of the job job. it was a a rough one yeah it was site conditions it's just the way it was a lot of bluestone (laughs) yeah a lot of a lot of bluestone that 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 we discovered in the basement but nonetheless there was weekly bi-weekly walkthroughs. And after those walkthroughs, we would take job notes and describe what was going on. And we would meet with their project manager along with our project manager. And we would detail everything that was discussed. You get about six to eight months into the project. The owner of the company came down for his walkthrough. So we're walking through his first thing, now he he wasn't, they have multiple, they have a lot of projects going on in the Jersey City area. So he wasn't involved in the, in the day-to-day, but his first question was, well, why is this taking so long? It doesn't make any sense. You know, the timeline says we should be here. And I specifically said to him, I said, well, all we have to do is, you know, we can refer back to, to Field Lens. Everyone's copied on it. We take the, the job notes and if you look at it, we've all said because of these change orders, it was extending the job by a month, two months, a couple of weeks. And we all went back in, we looked at the job notes and the owner had nothing to say. He said, yep, I can see exactly what went on here. So just having that aspect, having the detail of the notes from every single job meeting, it saved what could have been a major fight. It could have been possibly a major, major problem. And at that point, 
no one could say anything because everybody's copied on it. Everybody agreed to, yes, that's what was said in, in the job yep. meeting. Yep. So just yeah, they, an, an incredible tool when it, when it comes to things like that. Yeah. I think like generally speaking for everybody, uh, you know, that's, that's, that's thinking about doing a, a home renovation um, and, and hopefully listening to, to, to the podcast and trying to learn like field lens or, or anything else, regardless, like make sure that you are trying to collaborate in real time. Yeah with all the constituents that you've hired to get the thing built. Correct. If you do that, um, and again, use field lens. Awesome. That'd be great. Use a different tool. That's okay too, but use something because fundamentally, uh, you don't want to live in a world of siloed information because things happen too fast when these jobs, j- j- these jobs are underway. It's just as kind of Anthony described earlier, like the last thing you want is to create a list of your issues and then not have that get, get that distributed to the right people for even a day. Because guess what? Walls get closed up, ceilings get closed up, and then the small issue becomes a really large issue. And and like you alluded to earlier, it doesn't necessarily matter the size of the job. There are so many moving pieces. We all have busy lives. The, the general contractor has multiple jobs. You as a homeowner have your own life. If there are things that you're not saying and documenting, how are you going to remember it and remember it accurately three months from now? You need that tool to say, no, let's go back to that day and let's see what, what really happened. And that is that to me is the beauty of field lens because it's right there. It, it, it is right there. You tell us the, the weather, what, well, what happened on the day. I mean, it's got it all. So it's, um, that, that is really for all the homeowners out there, you know, you really want that timeline. This is the tool that's going to keep the timeline in check for you. So, Doug, in terms of feature sets and and things coming down the pipe, uh, anything you can share with us that uh, that we don't even know about yet? Um, well, this one you don't. This one you may know about, but we just released um, uh, a three sixty photo uh, integration. So, if you take a uh, there's a there's a couple different cameras out there, but the most popular one is the Ricoh Theta S, which takes which takes a three sixty uh, photograph. Um, that's integrated into the app now. So you can basically like, yeah, you can pin your 360 photos to the drawing as an example, and then you can view it in 360. Um, so you basically have one photo that's a full view of the room. Yeah, exactly. And what's really neat about that is people are using it. Like you can, you can comment on a field lens post with additional 360 photos. So you can effectively create like a timeline, almost like a time lapse in 360 photos in a given location, if that makes sense. So like if you have pipes in the wall, you take a photo before you close up and then you take a photo after you close up. That's right. You've got x-ray vision. Beautiful. And now, yeah, you're not, you're not putting a screw through a, through a PVC pipe and and rip it down drywall. And I can say that I, I just kind of alluded to it. We are playing with, um, some of the new augmented reality technology that's, a, that's that's more readily available on mobile to really think about how do we provide X-ray visions? Wow! X-ray so how, how do we how do we like let you look through the phone at a wall that's closed off, but maybe see that 360 image that you took before that wall was closed? So you up. get so like an, you get an overlay or, uh, of a sorts. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. And so we so, tell. You know what's cool about that? We t- how many times do we tell people when you're doing your own renovation, take pictures, right. document it, because yeah. Yeah. who who knows in five years you want to do another renovation. You forget, oh, did, did we put a pipe there? Where there was there electrical there? Was there HVAC? It's right there. You don't have to worry about it anymore. It makes life so much easier. 
yeah, that, yeah, that's, 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 that's the kind of stuff that we're trying to think about. Um, and then, you know, there's, there's, um, there's some kind of deeper, um, analytics and reporting that we're looking at, but that's really more, that is more for the larger projects where you just have, we have some projects in field lens that have literally, um, 20 or 30,000 issues that are being managed sure. inside of the product. So you're looking so, at deeper analytics for... Yeah, exactly. Trying to help people get a real better understanding of exactly right. what the state of the job is in a given location. Looking, so at a po- not- looking at a post for post's sake is going to give you the information on that post, but looking at the aggregated data is going to help you better facilitate yeah. future projects. Yeah, understand performance and et cetera. And yeah, and, and hopefully, I mean, at a high level, what we hope to do is help the industry kind of stop being so bespoke. And what I mean by that is like every project we build, it's like, we're just learning how to build for the first time. Right. (laughs) You want some, you want more repeatability. Yeah, exactly. That's right. Very, very cool, man. Um, Pricing is 15 bucks a month per user. Is that accurate? Yeah. $15 per user per month. And there's actually a free version um, that doesn't include the ability to load your construction drawings into the app. But frankly, for a lot of the residential customers out there, they'd probably be totally fine using sure. the free version, and they're welcome to uh, they're welcome to it. Doesn't cost you anything. You can invite as many people as you want. Like I said, you won't be able to uh, view drawings or upload drawings into the application. But everything else that we talked about, you can do. It's uh, powerful. I mean, you know, especially when you're when you're looking at a at a one room reno, you know, as long oh, as yeah. the drawings are on site. I mean, it, it's powerful, and you know, you can get your uh, you can get your contractors addicted to this thing like we are, and yeah. uh, and then everybody um, everybody's going to be communicating a lot faster, a lot more seamlessly. So that's that's awesome. I didn't know that was it was there was still a free version available. So that is yep. um, that's that's fantastic. And as always, we've got a link directly to fieldlens.com in the show notes. So if you guys are so inclined, I I highly recommend checking it out. Um, you know, I've made I've made no bones about saying that I'm a fanboy of this thing, but it's it's for a reason. Um, you know, we use it, we use it in real time. We deal with a lot of different clients on it, and it's it's been beneficial. It saved us time, it saved us money, and it saved us heartache. And if that's if there's anything we're trying to do with this with this podcast, it is it is certainly that. Um, hey hey Doug, before before we let you go, I have I have a question for you because we just did a podcast on on tech in, in the home. And, and I wanted to get your your opinion on this since you are you are very you are totally immersed in, inside of it. And Anthony and I were talking about this, and and one of the 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 big things that Anthony brought up, you know, he felt that that tech in general is it's disjointed. It, it's it's not well, doing home shit is fragmented. <laughs> yeah, it, it's not doing what what we want. And I was just curious just to get your opinion on home tech in general and kind of kind of what what you think about it do do you feel that it is disjointed that there is so much more to come that that homeowners shouldn't that 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 we're pushing it too fast because our world constantly moves at a very you know you know a high speed and and we want that information just 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 curious to to see where you stand yeah so um well, I'll, I'll extend the conversation into home and office technologies as well for commercial office spaces, something that I'm kind of quite a bit involved in as well. Yeah, totally. I mean, we're early, early, early days with respect to all of this stuff. I mean, I think it is disjointed. I think there's a lot of different companies that are buying to be the quote unquote winner. 
I think, like all things, interoperability, stuff that works together seamlessly ah, is incredibly important. Anthony, number one that was gripe, Anthony's number one gripe. Yeah. That's what he said. That's what he said. If you're going to make a hub, make it work with fucking everything. He said. Stop yeah, exactly. with the bullshit. He said. Yeah, totally. Who okay. am I friends so, I mean, with? Who am I not friends with? Just make it work. Right. So, I mean, the reason, like, you think about, like, you know, why we've all fallen in love with either our iPhone or Android phone is because the ecosystem has gotten so large, so robust and so integrated with respect to all the different things we use on our phone that it's, that it just works for us. The home or the office is not even close to that yet. We are in early innings. Um, That's not to say that for those early adopters out there, they shouldn't go try stuff. Uh, But I agree. I agree. I agree hundred percent. So, so you really see, so this is, so we are in the real infancy of, of this. There is, there is a ton more that everybody can expect to really see coming down the pipeline. Totally. I mean, you know, I think about like, I'll give it to you the context in in terms of an an office because it's on my mind. Um, You know, what should happen in an office? The office should know. How many people are inside of it at any given moment? It should adjust the temperature based on how many people are inside of it. It should adjust the lighting based on how many people are inside of it. It should it should know how conference rooms are being utilized as an example, and it should make suggestions to modify the conference room from a design and construction perspective if they're not being utilized based on their original intent. I'm telling you all this because it's science fiction. It doesn't exist, but it should exist. And I think it will at some point. And I think you could probably easily come up with parallels for a, for a, for a house. And the same thing will happen in your house. Exactly. It'll tell you how, yeah. how many people are inside your house, what the temperature yeah. should be, all, yep. all those things. Wow. Yeah. Very cool. Very, very cool. Awesome, man. Well, Doug, listen, I really appreciate you taking the time. Uh, I've been wanting to do this with you for a while now. Um, so, so thank you for making the time for us. Um, like I've said a million times before, still a huge, huge fan of this thing. Continue to be a big believer and a full-time addicted user. So so <laughs> well, thank you. Yeah, yeah. Thank well, you, man. Uh, and for me also, thank you for coming on. And look, we, don't, we, we never suggest or promote anything that we do not love. And look, everybody at home, this is something that will make your project run smoother, faster, save you money, and it's it's something that you really should, and should, it's should check free. out. And it's free, which I mean, <laughs> right. I wasn't even sure that, that, it, that it was free. I think yeah. that's the that's the best thing. I mean, what do you, what does it hurt? Put another app on your phone. You have a ton of apps. Put another app. This one you actually will use. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, thanks, guys. I, I, I really appreciate it. This was fun. Um, and, uh, and, and thanks for everything. Awesome, guys. This was another episode of Home with the Cousins. Thank you for listening. Hey, guys, real quick before you go, we just want to say thanks for listening to the show this week. And if you have a second, please subscribe on the Apple Podcast app or wherever you get your podcasts. And share the show with your friends so we can keep growing this great community. Remember to check out homewiththecousins.com to read our show notes from this episode, see past episodes, download our free renovation document package, or just to send us a note. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter at Carino Anthony and at Culinary John. Our show is produced and edited by yours truly, with original music intro and outro created by Steve and Joseph Padula. I'm Anthony Carino, and thanks for listening.